Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock So after one round, no Speaker of the House. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Tony Kennett in for Big Nige. That's right. We don't know when the second vote is going to be. I know there's some chatter of some folks trying to get that done and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later with a better result this time. And then that's kind of the idea. Again, the Jim Jordan election is very unlike the Kevin McCarthy election series because, again, Jim Jordan has actually been uh, not getting concessions and kind of like backroom deals as much as everyone else in the House. And every one of their constituents has been bullying representatives who haven't voted for Jordan. The entire country on the conservative side of the aisle is behind Jordan. And it's so weird uh, to see these mewling representatives get up and vote for people that have voted for Jordan. Victoria Sparts of Indiana voted for Thomas Massey in the first vote. That's so weird. I talked to Massey the other day and, uh, oh, that's right. He doesn't want to be speaker. (laughs) Kevin McCarthy, for the love of God. Steve Scalise, for the love of God. They voted for Jim Jordan. But there were 20 Republicans that held out did not put Jim Jordan's name in the mix, and now we've got to do this process all over again. I love the party that's like, well, we we can't allow these kind of circus and theatrics to hold up the American whatever. They're the ones now that are that are holding up the American process. When we you know, I would like to see a conservative speaker of the House challenge Biden on what he plans to do about Ukraine, what he plans to do about the Israeli Gaza war, what he plans to do about the economy, what he plans to do about all of these other things that sure would be nice if Republicans could actually get their act together, but that remains to be seen. So if anything happens, if there's another vote, we will absolutely keep you up to date. In the meantime, it's day 11 of the war in Israel, and the big story today is there's been an explosion at a hospital. A rocket, bomb, whatever you want to call it, has hit a hospital in Gaza. 500, that's the number of casualties we're hearing, Tony Kennett. But it sounds like there's a little bit more to this story. There is. So uh, Julio Rosas, who is an independent journalist, used to be with townhall.com and a good friend of mine's over there covering the event, actually of his own money. He flew himself there to cover it. He thought it was that important. He's reporting right now that like the air raid sirens went off in the area of Israel that he was in right about the time that this rocket struck uh, the hospital. And the more that things are being looked into here, it looks like there's a possibility, and we do not know for sure. It looks like there's a possibility that Hamas could have struck their own hospital with one of these pipes, you know, that they make out of spare scraps and garbage. So I'm looking online right now. The Israeli war room, quote, Reports suggest that the mass casualty event at the Baptist Hospital in Gaza City was the result of a misfired rocket launch by Hamas. The same Hamas that puts rockets in hospitals, mosques, and schools? That Hamas? What a shocking surprise. And your friend Julio Rosas, who, again, I love his work. He's a really good journalist. He subtweeted that and says, This tracks because the reports of the hospital explosion 
happened around the same time that I saw with my own eyes from the outskirts, multiple rockets being fired at Israel, hoping we get clearer answers soon. So the headline's going to read, Gaza Hospital, 500 dead, maybe more. And the first reactions we're going to see is that how gross of Israel. No, they're already out there. Like uh, right now, there are individuals on the left that are already condemning Israel for for this bombing of the hospital. How terrible they are. See, look at these war crimes that Israel is trying to kill. Injured people. Oh, it's so there's all of the already the preening because, again, whenever something happens that fits the left's narrative on a topic, they cannot wait to get out there and condemn and say, here it is. Here's Jussie Smollett. Look at him. And every single time they do this, something ends up being kind of funky on the other side. So I'm wondering if these same people that are finger wagging Israel right now, how dare you blow up the hospital? What is wrong with you? Do you think they're going to put a retraction out if indeed it was a Hamas rocket that hit the hospital? Hammer, you and I already know the answer to that. You and I already know the answer. Those tweets condemning Israel are going to get 10, 20, 50, 100,000 likes. They're going to get shared all over, and it's going to become rote history. And then the second, if it's proven wrong, the second that that happens, they're just going to pretend that they never even said that, that it never even was. They'll face no backlash for that kind of jumpy journalism. It's not even journalism. And will they won't condemn the war crimes committed by Hamas at all. Here's Both a, sides is a my ass. Here's a tweet from... Rashida Tlaib, squad member, quote, Israel just bombed the Baptist hospital, killing 500 Palestinians, doctors, children's patients, just like that. And then she tags Joe Biden. This is what happens when you refuse to facilitate a ceasefire and help de-escalate. Your war and destruction only approach has opened my eyes and many Palestinian Americans and Muslim Americans like me we will remember where you stood. This is the same woman who looked at a reporter who was asking her questions about her disgusting, despicable anti-Semitic responses to the war. And she's like, are you working for Benjamin Netanyahu? She screeched exactly like that. So uh, this is, again, this is one of the congressmen, ladies and gentlemen. Elections do have consequences. And again, she's a hot take machine. She loves a hot take on Twitter. Normally, she loves to put her face on the camera. She can dwell up crocodile tears with the best of them. But yet, when a Fox reporter simply asked her, do you condone babies getting their heads chopped off? All of a sudden, she was silent. She didn't have a word to say then. But now I guess she's back in her comfort zone where she can be a keyboard warrior.